This past Wednesday at the Nevada County Fairgrounds, the Nevada County Office of Emergency Services coordinated a recovery resource center for those impacted by the fire. KVMR's Allie Lightfoot attended and spoke with several representatives from the county agencies who were there to provide resources. Here, Program Manager for the Office of Emergency Services, Paul Cummings, talks about the recovery process. So the first thing that we encourage the public to do is to work with your insurance company. Make a, an assessment, an internal assessment of the losses you had. And then what we wanted to do here with this recovery resource center was put resources all in one place for residents to come and start that conversation of filling in those gaps that their insurance company can't cover. So these are going to be things like, and I'll just go around the room, uh, we've actually got a church here that's brought in some buckets uh, with cleanup materials, things like gloves and masks and the things that residents are going to need as they start to go through their properties to keep themselves safe. We've got two ladies here from the Nevada County Behavioral Health Office. You know, they're going to provide uh, mental health services for adults and for children because this can be quite significant. People have had losses. It's very traumatizing to have to evacuate after a fire. So they're here to provide that support. We've actually got a gentleman here from the assessor's office because now your property value has changed and that's going to change other things like your, your taxes and things like that. So um, um, he's here to answer those questions. We've got somebody from NID. You may have had losses to your NID infrastructure or may, maybe changes to your bill now because you're not using NID um, resources. We have somebody from AT&T who can answer those questions about um, billing or connectivity. Uh, we have Department of Social Services here to help you with any unmet needs in that way. Um, environmental health, which is really focused on the debris removal and, and the safety element, because after a fire, uh, it can be very unsafe. There's a lot of things that have been burned now. There's ash. So it's hazardous to you and to your family. So they'll help you work through that process. Building department, because we've got to rebuild. We want to move forward. And so they'll help streamline that process and answer those questions for you. We've got two fire chiefs from Nevada County Consolidated and Penn Valley Fire, which were the two main fire districts where this fire took place. And they can answer questions about damages that maybe happened to your property during the response. They can just answer questions about, hey, what happened to my house during the fire? Where did, what was the fire doing? Just to give you that peace of mind and that closure. I spoke with Terry McMahon, Fire Marshal for Nevada County Consolidated, and Penn Valley Fire Chief Don Wagner. What we're doing here today is we brought uh, a map of the fire and trying to answer questions that people may have about their their property. Anything from, you know, the, the fire lines, why dozers went, bulldozers went through an area or uh, anything from that to, you know, what do I do when I rebuild? You know, are there going to be extra fees or things like that? So just uh, trying to support um, the Nevada County OES and, and um, you know, just help help out where we can and just educate people. Can you talk about some of the damage that occurs during a fire, not from the fire itself, but from fighting the fire? Everything from the retardant that gets dropped onto to the buildings and the plants and the vegetation, trying to wash that off from stains to uh, the damage from running heavy equipment, the bulldozers, um, heavy fire engines, water trucks into driveways, the road roads, culvert pipes, um, going back after the fact where they've cut the, you can see the, the hash marks around the fire um, where they've cut dozer line at of trying to uh, re rehabilitate all that dozer line to prevent erosion when the winter rains come and try to put back 
um, big boulders or things like that and try to make it look like we didn't just cut a two-lane highway through the middle of this, the forest. Um, you know, those pieces and trying to get it ready for, prep it for the winter rains. That's the biggest thing and try to prevent the runoff and the erosion, um, you know, the loss of the soil and that type of thing. Um, those are the probably the main things after the fact. Penn Valley Fire Chief Don Wagner talked about the importance and techniques used in protecting roadways during fires. We, we look at every fire as a box, and the smaller we can make that box, the better off we are. But we start dropping that retardant and building the box so that if, if things start, you know, we start building in the contingencies, that if it gets past the first box, here's the second box and those kinds of things. And in particular on that roadway, the big concern was that um, when this fire came out, um, after that system had moved through, you, the, with the way the winds and the wind weather patterns go, it took off and it kind of shot it off with a wind with a little bit of a wind piece. And when that winds die down and we go back to a normal on normal weather pattern this time of year for us, is, is this, with the seasonal onshore flows would take that fire from that lower part of that canyon and send that up to jump Highway 49 and it's right into Nevada City. It's a quick run at that point up the hill. So putting a lot of retardant out there to try to prevent that. Uh, if the embers did drop down into that stuff um, and and preparing for the next wind change of where is this thing going to go next and stay one step ahead of where the fire is going to go and put our put ourselves between the fire and people and get people out of harm's way and that's you know so that's why you'll see a lot of retardant in some of those areas and fortunately you know we did have the aircraft available close at the grass valley base to be able to, for quick turnarounds to get that retardant down um, and and I think that was probably one of the one of the factors that helped try to guide the fire with retardant to give it a pathway and and you know, and limit its destruction. What is in fire retardant? It's mostly water. Um, there's uh, water, um, and then the part of the chemicals are actually kind of like a fertilizer and a little bit of clay and some colorant, so that they can see where they've dropped. So that they can you know you, you'll see it red. Um, and you can so that the aircraft can see where they've dropped and where they haven't and they can continue their path of the retardant. Um, most of the time the stuff that they're using now is doesn't stain the houses and the paint and the cars quite as bad as it used to be. It used to, to be a little bit worse for that. But a lot of times you go back once you get some winter rains onto that, if you go back and look at the areas where they've dumped retardant or we've even used our fire, some of our wildland firefighting foams because of the detergent base to it, it's going to be really lush and green there once we get some rains back to it. Um, because of the, of, the, of the items that are in it. It's not toxic. We don't really look at it, you know, of getting, there were a little bit of a concern on this fire where it got into some NID ditches that it flushes through. But, um, you know, when it gets, does get dropped into some of these creeks and streams, it's not, doesn't kill the fish and harm the fish and things like that, so. The firefighters in, in California and all over the West are, are absolute heroes right now. What helps you guys? Like, what can people do in the community, not necessarily in terms of, donating you know outside a fire station but just like what what do you guys hope people the community will do that will help you know there, there was somebody just put a post up and and i wish i could remember it kind of verbatim but it was you know along the lines that you, you know the the food issues and things we don't want to, to to be encouraging that um it was one of the biggest things is a thank you when you see us out you know is that thank you is when you see an engine staging in your neighborhood or things like that you know um, sometimes it's a glass of water sometimes it's an offer to use the bathroom um, sometimes it's a it's a clean towel it's a it's a bring out a cruddy towel you know a damp towel 
to wipe their face off because we don't have those luxuries with us sometimes. And it's just, you know, oftentimes it's just little simple things like that. I think uh, outside of the fire also is, or outside of fire season is, uh, you know, do your defensible space. You know, make sure that uh, you know your five, you know, go through the, the book that booklet that OES sent out to all the property owners and, and get to know that. And, you know, that'll help us greatly, too, when uh, when a fire occurs. And, and we always tell people in Nevada County, it's not if a fire occurs, it's when it occurs. And, and I think we were pretty fortunate to keep uh, the Jones fire at 705 acres. Um, could have been far worse. For those impacted by the Jones Fire, more information and resources can be found at mynevadacounty.com slash Jones Fire Recovery. This is Allie Lightfoot for KBMR.